Welcome to another episode of the Making Sense of Islam podcast. This podcast is one small part of a larger platform I've created dedicated to offering reflections on Islam, life, and mindfulness. I encourage you to visit makingsenseofislam.com to find a wide selection of articles, videos, other podcast episodes, and most importantly courses designed to distill the complexities of Islam's intellectual heritage into usable and practical tactics and strategies for day-to-day life. I'm also active on Making Sense of Islam social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, where you will learn about what's new and what's in the works. That's it for now. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the 5-Minute Fatwa Series, where I answer questions I've received that I think are important to publish to a wider audience. Most answers, but I can't promise all, will be under 5 minutes. You can follow this series by going to makingsenseofislam.com forward slash podcast, or you can watch the video version on the Making Sense of Islam YouTube channel. I hope you find this beneficial. Enjoy. So the big, you know, question that we we always have is, you know, can we eat meat, uh, chicken, you know, uh, of non-Muslims and things like that? So uh, let me take the time to offer some background, you know, to this question. What is the burden? What is the Sharia burden for food to be halal? Because Allah Taala in the Quran tells us that our food has to be permissible, has to be lawful, halal. Uh, for you know, chicken and meat, you know, the, the animals that uh, that we consume, the poultry that we consume, it needs to be slaughtered. And the word that the Quran uses is that dhaka to be slaughtered. Now, in the family of the Sunni schools of law, uh, there is a difference of opinion whether the tasmiya, whether you know the Bismillah or Allah Akbar has to be stated before the slaughtering happens. The ahnaf, for example, they say that it, it's a condition. Some of the Maliki say that. Some of the Maliki say no. And the Shafi'i say no. That's just a Sunnah. Now the question is, what do we do when we have this you know, difference of opinion, uh, within the you know, valid difference of opinion? And one of the principles that we learned when we studied is that when we have an issue in which there's a difference of, an, of opinion, we are allowed to follow that opinion that allows the easier of the options. And because this forum and these videos are meant for a wide audience, uh, this is the position you know, that we take. Now, for example, if you don't want to follow this position and you want to be a, a strict Hanafi, that's, you know, that's your prerogative. But this is a venue and, a, and a, mod- a mode of communication for everybody. So let us take the Shafi'i opinion, for example, that all that is required for the meat and the chicken to be halal is that it simply be slaughtered, you know, the blood is drained, etc., that the tasmiya then becomes a sunnah. And that is why, for example, we could eat kosher food. Uh, because the conditions for kosher actually are more conditions than the conditions for halal, but, but, but Orthodox Jews, they slaughter the animals in the same way that we, we slaughter the animals. So if the animal is slaughtered, if it is certified halal, if it is certified kosher, you know, it is permissible for us to eat it. Now, what happens about meat that's sort of just out there, you know, the supermarkets and things like that? There is a weak opinion, and it's very, very, very weak. Uh, that has been offered by some within the Maliki school, that as long as a Christian or a Jew eats such meat or chicken, then that would make it halal for us. Now, the reason I caution against this opinion is that uh, one of the things that the Prophet ﷺ taught us about eating halal is that eating halal affects our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
أطب مطعمك تكون مستجاب الدعاء. Eat halal and Allah will your prayers will be answered. Your dua will be answered by Allah. And because food and what we consume is in a, we are what we eat essentially, and it's it's a fundamental part of of being human. I really caution against uh, this opinion. And for those of you that are listening, I'm making a lot of assumptions that you know you have access to kosher food or halal food. Uh, you know, in Muslim communities. And it's, it's pretty easy. I mean, if we make the effort, a little bit of effort, we should be able to find these options. If not, my advice would be, you know, you eat fish. Uh, it's, it's going to be healthy anyway. Uh, we eat too much meat and too much chicken as it is. Um, but I would try to follow the dominant opinion. But if this is, you know, if you're like studying abroad and you're all by yourself for a limited period of time and, you know, you know, mama didn't teach you how to cook and you're sort of out there on your own and, and you have no other option, you know, there is that opinion that you can hold on to. And when we have differences of opinion, we are allowed to follow the opinion uh, that meets our immediate needs without criticism from, from the others. But, and let me just repeat, because of the sensitivity of food in, its relationship, in our relationship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spiritually, uh, we should always try to make sure that our food is halal in the ways uh, that I have mentioned. Wallahu a'lam. One more thing before you tune out. To help me stay focused and manage all the things I'm doing, I put together a weekly email called Friday Ruminations that highlights what I'm reading, working on, and thinking in four focus areas. Happiness, entrepreneurship, books, and Islam. If you'd like to receive these emails, which are 100% free, please go to makingsenseofislam.com forward slash Friday to sign up. <laughs>